you know, if you don't know how to read karate, it says carrot. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, it does. Hey, guys. We're gonna talk about food today. Yeah, we are. We're we're in a different we're in a different format today. We're actually sitting in our dining room, not living room, dining yep, room. Yeah, we we're go. we're in our abode, not on the road. Oh, <laughs> you're just full of puns. You know, I think I think that's the only two I thought of yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, it is. A different format, but we're still driving thoughts. We we talk about thoughts that drive us. So yeah. um, there you go. And we'll just welcome to another Driving Thoughts episode. I'm Robert. Hannah. And we're apparently here to talk about food. Yeah. Is, is that right? Okay. Yeah. So when we've talked about different food things that were normal in our household. Yeah. Then... Uh, you know how you have those conversations and then you realize, oh, that's not normal. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just foods that you you ate as a family that other people didn't eat. Like, we ate uh, or drank Kool-Aid that had more than a cup of sugar in it. Well, yeah, you, you've got to put a little bit more sugar in Kool-Aid. I don't, I don't know who out there in their right mind does not put sugar... Like more sugar than is called for in Kool Aid. Well, I just remember going over to friends' houses, and I couldn't drink Kool Aid at friends' houses because it was not sweet enough. I believe it. <laughs> and I remember you being surprised at how sweet it was when you came to like visit. To maybe, but maybe not. Maybe it was I just expected that other people put normal amounts of sugar in there and my family was abnormal that's probably what it was however i know we did oh man there was this one family that we went to like a barbecue after church one day and we all went over to their place and they were making kool-aid and i i was watching and i was helping i mean not that you need help making kool-aid that's anyways um I was helping with dinner, you know, mm-hmm. helping prep food and stuff, but they were making Kool-Aid and I was watching them, you know, scoop one measure of sugar. I don't know what measure they were using. <laughs> one measure of sugar into the, into the pitcher and then another, and then a third. And I was like, wait a second. And I stopped what I was doing. And I just watched them scoop like five, whatever things of sugar into this, into this uh, Kool-Aid. Like, okay. That's going to be interesting. And, um, you know, when we were drinking it later on, like, how much sugar do y'all put in the Kool-Aid? Because it was, it was too sweet. Yeah, it, it gives just, to that syrup. It, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And they're like two and a half cups. Oh, my goodness. Holy that's crap. more than double. That is more than double. Yeah. We, I mean, we always kept a fourth a cup measuring cup in the sugar. So we'd put in four scoops. Yeah. But I don't know if you want to that's different. Story. Yeah, I think we you know, kept a half cup. Story? Okay, okay. Or yeah. if you want to build to a half cup is normal for us. <laughs> Ooh, a fourth cup for you. It's funny how those we could also get into like, like and that is why we're talking our yeah. weird food yeah. habits. But I've been yeah. I've been talking about this bull's blood story off and on for what how many podcasts now? <laughs> so, <laughs> we gotta get to it eventually. So we gotta get to it eventually. All right, so. The bull's blood story. Here we go. 
when I was a child, older than I would like to admit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were at a restaurant. Now, I grew up in San Antonio, um, San Antonio, Texas. And so that is, uh, and and I come from a, a Hispanic family and all of that culture. I, you know, that's, that's the food that I grew up with, all of that. Okay. So we're at this restaurant, we're at this Mexican restaurant and, um, it's a new place that we hadn't been to before. My dad had gone to there before and he wanted to go there again. So we went and, um, they have this different type of food there. It was, I think it may have been Jalisco style food. Mm. Um, so different different region in Mexico just um is you get all types of food down there and and it it's great it's it's all good but anyways we're there and he asked for this special salsa and they bring it out and it is delicious and at this point in my life i was of the belief of as spicy as I can get, as spicy as I can handle, I can show that like I I can take it. You know, oh. that, was a, that was a point of pride. Okay, and so um, because you know my dad could eat really spicy food, you know, and so that's that's what was going on here. So I was partaking in this salsa, and I was like, it's so good, it's so good, and you know we were talking about it, and my dad looks over, he's like, you know what's you know why it's so good? You know what's in it? It's different. And he's like, I was like, what? And he, he says, well, it's, there's bull's blood in it. <laughs> and in that moment, <laughs> there are two parts of my brain that went off. The, the, there was the bigger part that said, no, he's lying. You know, right? <laughs> and then there was this little child part that said, he may not be, <laughs> you know, because that part had seen stuff, right, you know, right. like eyes and, and ears in, in uh, menudo and like different, like yeah. I grew up with tripas and all sorts of stuff that just, you know, there's just different parts of animals that get eaten in different <laughs> cultures. And like, it's very not American. Right. And like, it was normal, but only to a point and so but it was normal enough that it was like this little seed of doubt of okay there might be like maybe this wasn't on your radar but he also had to like ask for it special like yeah i mean like it wasn't like a very like it was just you know i want this type of salsa Mm. you know okay okay um so anyways those two parts of my brain go off and i'm just like no, no, no. He's 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 fine. He's just messing with me, right? And so I'm chowing down. We we finish the meal and everything, and and we get we get home, and it's like hours later, and we get home, and I'm in my room, and and I I start feeling bad. Like <laughs> something is not right, and of course that little kid brain of mine harkens back to. There might be might be bull's blood in this salsa that you <laughs> ate earlier today, and that might be what is going on here. <laughs> and so, 
the the great thing about it is um like once he said that it was just kind of written off and like we just moved on with conversation nobody talked about this Uh, and so like i'm walking around the house feeling pretty bad and i come out into the living room my dad's there my sister's there and and i just go and they look at me they're like you're not you don't look too good i'm like i don't know it may have been that bull's blood we ate earlier and they just start laughing Ah. and i'm like what was so funny you know they're like there wasn't bull's blood in that dad was just messing with you you're just you know you just ate too much spicy stuff and you're just feeling sick and okay okay so this is a it's a funny story right but it is a story that my family does not let me live down, right. especially my sister. Especially your sister. Especially my sister. So, yeah, that's the bull's blood story and how gullible little child Robert um, fell for a little practical joke that my dad played on me. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So you're talking about like... Mexican food and the different styles and stuff. Yeah. I grew up um, not Hispanic. (laughs) (laughs) My my dad's like, he doesn't know what he is. He's all American, whatever is mixed in here. Yeah. And then my mom's uh, Norwegian. But we ate a lot of Italian food, like stuff with red sauces and uh lasagna and spaghetti americanized italian food yeah but like so I had texanized mexican food right you know that's yeah <laughs> tex-mex it's but um some of like my weirdest food memories are like my dad's favorite snacks uh or favorite meals to make for himself because he his mom was not a good cook and so he just had some like weird like food quirks. Yeah. And one of them was that if we were eating macaroni and cheese, he threw some ketchup in there. Oh. <laughs> Way to ruin mac and cheese. Uh, so that's one thing. Yeah. And like the rest of us, my mom, my sister, and I were all like, ew, <laughs> eat mac and cheese like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. I have a weird thing with ketchup. In mm-hmm. particular, just like the smell of, yeah. of tomato and vinegar like that. Like, yeah. oh, it's um, if I'm not eating fries, like <laughs> if I'm not eating it purposefully at the time, if I smell it, it is disgusting. Yeah. And I mean, any kind of food, if you're full, I feel like can be like that. True. Like if you just have like, if you didn't put your plate away, and you're just getting wafts of it because you're sitting in front of the TV with it on a TV tray. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I I remember the first time that, oh, man, we had gone to Colton's. So this was when we were in college. We were first dating. We uh-huh. weren't even engaged yet. We were first dating. <laughs> and um, I took you to Colton's one day, which is a steakhouse. Oh, yeah. And at that steakhouse, you know, they, they give you a little pail of peanuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. You know, and they, they take you to your your seat and, and everything. You get peanuts to snack on while you're waiting to order and, you know, get, get your drinks and stuff. So we sit down and um, I'm looking at the menu and I look up because I hear crunching that didn't sound normal. <laughs> like, I knew that you were eating 
the peanuts, but I was like, what is going on? And it was like, you know, that episode of, uh, of how I met your mother with a glass shattering. And, yeah. Where and, Lily's just a very loud eater. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, I was like, that is incredibly loud. And I look up and I'm like, what are you doing? And you pull, a like a half bitten peanut mm-hmm. hole away from your mouth and you're like, oh, peanuts, you know? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> No, so I, my dad, the way that he eats sunflower seeds and peanuts is he eats the whole thing, shell and all. And that's just how I grew up, and that's how I eat them. And, like, uh, I... I might have a sodium deficiency. Like I eat a lot of salt and I'm fine, <laughs> but it's, it's good. That's where all the flavor is. You got to eat the shell. No, no. <laughs> I would like, I just think things like that's got to mess you up, you know, but whatever. Fiber is good for you. Fiber is good for you. But that, that fiber was not intended. Yeah. But I, I mean, I still, like it i know you even do the same with sunflower seeds yeah oh yeah sunflower seeds i can't imagine i mean they're so they're not a good flavor when you have them shelled like i want the shell yeah but you you spit the shell out that's disgusting okay see i grew up playing baseball and that's like yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do not like Man. I can't handle spit of any kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going on a tangent of like little snack food. So what, what did you want to talk about? You, you're talking about like family, like regular foods that we ate on a regular basis. Uh, just anything. Cause I know that we've talked about these in snippets. Yeah. And so like, yes, the little snacks. Yeah. Other things like. Or like full fledged dinner of, of pizza rolls and egg rolls. Yes. This is fascinating. <laughs> so. He, we're like at the grocery store and Robert's like, Hey, you want to get pizza rolls and egg rolls? And I'm like, sure, but not together. <laughs> and he's like, no, like that'll be our dinner. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this it, doesn't make yeah, sense. No, like it did not occur to me that everyone did not eat like rolls, you know, <laughs> pizza rolls and egg rolls together like (laughs) that was a thing that i grew up with we'd have pizza roll and egg roll night oh goodness and very frequently very like looking back on my my diet growing up like it 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 was bad it was real (laughs) bad you know but it is what it is i (laughs) i'm alive today (laughs) yeah that one that one surprised me so but, but forever in my head, like anytime I'm eating a pizza roll, which is very infrequently now. It was frequent there for a period. It, it really was. <laughs> it, well, we were poor. Uh, <laughs> um, it was frequent there for a period, but like I wanted egg rolls. Like, yeah. I, that's, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like when we were eating the pizza rolls after they started to get kind of like, ugh, this is a pizza roll still. I started dipping them in A1 sauce and that spice stood up for a little while. Yeah. 
now it's just kind of like that's just not a flavor i want yeah i think we get like pizza rolls once a year maybe maybe yeah, yeah. if that of course now that and we say like, this we'll go on another kick i know right <laughs> oh man so um another food that you are like what are you eating uh-huh. to me is uh my Saturday morning cartoons food. Now, I don't watch the cartoons anymore. But growing up, my dad and I would watch Saturday morning cartoons together. We'd get all situated at the coffee table in the living room. And he'd pull out the sardines and the Ritz crackers and pop the can open. And we'd share sardines on Ritz crackers. And man, is it good. It is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Like, if you want to clear out a room, <laughs> you you just bust out sardines. It, yep. is, it, is, it is bad. It is not as bad. It is not as bad as anchovies cooking on pizza. Yeah. You know, so, like, I used to work for two different national chains of pizza restaurants, and both of them carried anchovies. And um, it was very rare that somebody ordered anchovies, uh-huh. but it was at least... A weekly. Oh, basis. really? Once yeah. a week? Yeah. Okay. We'd have some order come in that was that was anchovy pizza, but like having that go through the oven and cooking and like with the mix of everything else and ooh, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I was well, glad I was a delivery driver and keep like <laughs> get out be. of there. Yeah. Um, no, I but it's funny because we have gone through different phases of trying to like cook fish that I like. Yes. And I've always been like a stick f- stickler for just like non-fishy fish, like uh, tilapia and stuff. And then one day I had an epiphany where I was like, I like sardines. No, she means one day like within this past year. She's <laughs> deep into her 30s now. <laughs> hey, don't talk about my age. And we both are. We both are. <laughs> We're not that deep. <laughs> no, we're not that deep. But we we are yeah. We are not in the shallow end. We're not in the shallow end anymore. <laughs> but so I had this epiphany that I'm like, I like sardines, I like tuna fish, which are both very fishy fish. Yes. And I'm like, maybe the problem is is that I'm trying to eat bland fish and I want that full flavor. And so we got, what do we get? Like some cod or something? Yeah, we've gotten cod. We've gotten salmon. Yeah. Um, and I've been like so much happier mm-hmm. with our fish selection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But I was like trying to play it too safe <laughs> for too long. Missed out on all the good fish. Yeah. So if you think I don't like fish because you don't like fish sticks, try better fish. Yeah, try better fish. Yeah. And there's a whole range of fish. The one, yeah. like, one of the things that makes sardines good to me, like, I like the flavor, but they're also nostalgic. Like, it's that father-daughter time. Yeah. And, like, also, my dad would talk about how you could eat the bones, and it made him feel like a giant. And, like, so when I, like, eat it, and I'm, like, crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh. oh man, I'm over here shuddering. Just like that. That. Sorry nope. for our listeners who are shuddering. Nope, nope, can't do it. I but. can't do it because I've had a fish bone stuck in my mouth before, and that was not a fun experience. Ugh. That was not. We ate a lot of fish yeah. growing up. Yeah, well, you live close to the coast. Yeah, I mean, I'd go fishing every weekend during yeah. the summer. Yeah, it that. I've never lived that close to the mm-hmm. coast. I've lived. 
I mean, on coastal states, but in the northern or the the part of them that's farther away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had, but we had saltwater fish. Yeah, and saltwater fish tastes a whole lot different than freshwater fish. Yeah, and and at, when we would go to Florida and I would try fish, I would be like, "Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. I like this." Yeah, so, yeah, it's different for sure. Yeah, that reminds me of a food story, but with your dog. Oh, what what happened with my dog? The Cheetos. Was it hot Cheetos? Oh or man, yeah. Um, so we were, yeah, we were fishing. We were at Bronick Lake, and me and my dad, and and we had, um, oh, which dog was it? I think it was Odie. It was a little, uh, I think a fox terrier. Mm. And um, anyways, he was a sh- like a short haired fox terrier or something like that, rat terrier or something. Anyways, um, had him there with us. We were camping. And so we had a fire going and every time we went down to the lake, at, at, at least, um, my dad would stop off and we'd get beef jerky. I'd get, you know, a Coke, we'd get peanut M&Ms and we'd get, uh, a, some, some sort of chips to mm. go with like sandwiches we were making. So I would usually get hot Cheetos, sometimes just Cheetos. This one time it it was just Cheetos. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And so we're there camping and stuff and we're, we're eating and, and everything. And, um, I think the, the Cheetos bag spilled and there were ants all like it just spilled in a, in an anthill or something. Mm. There were ants all in it. And we were like, well, you know, nature is going to take its course, whatever. Not thinking that the dog is going to go and try to eat these things. Well, he goes and just starts chowing down on <laughs> on Cheetos and ants, fire ants, and he's getting bit. He's getting all torn up, you know, in, in his mouth and everything, just chowing down on these ants. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like panting and like in pain, but still wanting to eat the Cheetos. And I'm like, dog, get off of these, get off of these. So we got him off, and like he's just like trying to get back on it and stuff. We had to douse it with water, and like, oh man. <laughs> stupid dog that's so funny though he was fine he yeah was, he yeah, was fine. yeah. <laughs> that's funny yeah so another breakfast habit from my dad that yeah. i did not like he would make oatmeal and i just don't like oatmeal and he would make toast and then he would make an oatmeal toast sandwich Oh my goodness. So he would take the toast and he would put the oatmeal on one half and fold it and he'd eat the toast sandwich. So in my experience, oatmeal shouldn't be pasty enough to put on bread like that. Oh, you make it watery? Like not watery, but like it's not going to, if you put it on toast, it's going to kind of soak in a little bit and maybe slide off. Mm, he he liked his oatmeal like on Bumpy. the... On the thicker side. Yeah. Not lumpy. Clumpy. Clumpy? I don't know. No. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> mm Wouldn't be able to do it. You know, my mom couldn't eat oatmeal. She can't eat oatmeal. She, I'm like, well, you don't eat oatmeal. Right? I don't eat oatmeal. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to ruin anything for you. Listeners, if you don't want to have oatmeal ruined for you, <laughs> tune out for the next 10 seconds. So she equates oatmeal to vomit. Yep, done. Yeah. End of conversation. Yep, and and it, it can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Those of you who didn't want oatmeal to be ruined, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. So, um, another food that I introduced you to, and you actually kind of like. Yeah. Cheap nachos. You did not introduce cheap nachos to me. Did I not? Because you acted like that was weird. No, it was weird that you ate cheap nachos and a peanut butter sandwich together. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cheap nachos are like just whatever corn chips you have laying around. That's not true. They're round. Well, for you, (laughs) yes. For me, it was like whatever corn chips you had laying around and uh, cheddar or whatever cheese you had laying around. Uh, You just microwave that together and there's your cheap nachos. Yeah, there's no beans, so it's cheap. Yeah. Um, but you do that and a peanut butter sandwich together. Yeah. yeah. Peanut and, butter and jelly. Yeah. Yes, peanut butter and jelly. And that was weird. <laughs> that was that was bizarre. It's it's a weird combination, but it's like the savory and sweet. So. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what floats your boat. That's just not I think this uh, is the equivalent of your pizza rolls and uh in egg rolls? In egg rolls, though. I don't know. Like, it's just a weird pairing, but it's good. It, I I have not done it. <laughs> you have not done it? No. I didn't realize that. I don't think I don't think so. I've want, I've made plenty of cheap nachos since we've been married, yeah. but not uh not cheap nachos and PB and J. Man. I mean, yeah, I haven't done that a lot, but that was a staple, like, mom's not making dinner tonight, this is what we're having. When my mom didn't make dinner, my dad made dinner. Or that we was my to... dad making dinner. Yeah. I, I understand <laughs> that. I'm not talking about your dad. I'm talking about my dad. Um, he would make dinner, and whenever it was dad's turn to make dinner, everybody in the house got excited, except mom, because she couldn't handle spicy. Oh, yeah. And um, so he would make, you know, traditional, like he'd make fajitas, or he'd make, you know, chalupas, or, you know... Real Mexican food. Right. You know, right. chicken and fideo. Um, yeah. 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 When Good stuff. When my dad made dinner, it was uh, cheap nacho, peanut butter and jelly, or it was um, French toast. French toast. And oh, goodness, French toast by my dad is the best French toast. Yeah. When I go to a restaurant and I order French toast... And they put it on like sourdough bread or they put cinnamon in it or the powdered sugar on it. Like Anything I short of so Texas toast. Disappointed because yeah. I just want regular bread, plenty of egg slathered cooked on it and butter and syrup. That's it. All these extra things, they just take away from that delicious, sweet and savory, you know, <laughs> <laughs> flavor yeah (laughs) see it's funny having this conversation because like we have talked about a lot of these things that are kind of weird but like i'm probably aware of some things or not aware of some things that i think are normal that you think would be weird because we haven't really gone into like all of our stuff that's why we're here yeah that's what keeps it interesting <laughs> but i wouldn't know what to, to what to bring up like that uh yeah i just it was it was just home-cooked food right <laughs> um i i feel like there was something else that i wanted to touch on hit on whatever 
really dry stew meat. That was another staple of our of our house. This really, is... yeah. I don't know how you make stew meat dry, but you know what's funny about that it happened is my dad hated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was stew, but it was something like that. That was a meat that you're not supposed to be able to cook dry. Yeah, that his his mom cooked dry. Mm-hmm. My mom would make it when my dad went on like a work trip. And because he couldn't stand it, but it was so good. Like, because she made it right. She made it right. Yeah. And it was delicious. And she'd be like, your dad just can't eat it because he's so like turned, turned off from it, from being a child and having dry. Yeah. <laughs> there are several things that like I grew up with that I do not eat today. I, I just don't, I will not ever choose to eat again. Like spam. Oh, yeah. Oh. Spam. I don't know. There are people out there that love spam, and and you have the right to love what you love. But <laughs> man, you were weird. And uh, yeah, I can't. I can't stand the the smell of it, uh-huh. the cooking and stuff. And yeah, my parents loved it. Sometimes we get like a little food snobbery, and we're like, we don't eat at Taco Bell, and then we're like, we totally eat at Taco we Bell. We eat at Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. But it's you like, know. It's, it's like that, uh, oh, what is it? Um, oh, who's the comedian? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. yeah. He's like, everything is McDonald's. Everybody eats a McDonald's. Like, if, if you haven't, if you're American and you've never eaten at McDonald's, you're, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we've gone on kicks where we like don't do Taco Bell or we don't do like certain fast foods, yeah. you know, but then we go back. And the thing is, is like, with Taco Bell and with fast food, you just have to kind of accept that, like, this is not real food. Like, yeah. This is not Mexican. This yeah. is still good. <laughs> yeah. But we have we have gotten into the habit, a better habit, of just cooking at home. Oh, well, this isn't weird necessarily, but, like, it fascinates me that you want to try, like, a new salsa every time you buy salsa. Yeah, I mean that gets into like just a uh, a desire for variety. Yeah, yeah. Because we've talked about like you love variety and I love like what's the word like homeostasis. <laughs> yeah. We are polar opposites on a lot of things. Yeah, I mean like Oreos. What's the proper way to eat them? However you want to. <laughs> There is no improper way to eat an Oreo unless you are eating a double stuffed Oreo. Then you should just not eat Oreos. I like double stuffed I Oreos. Know. I know. Although. But that's my opinion. They're not as good as they used to be when my taste palate was younger. <laughs> I, I believe it. Yeah. Like if if they sold. <laughs> it's funny. If they sold um, Oreos without the cream filling. And then I think. Uh, like I would eat that, but then I think what well, they do, they're just Teddy Grahams, chocolate Teddy Grahams. <laughs> and you do eat Teddy Grahams. And I do eat chocolate Teddy yeah, Grahams. Yeah, whereas like I'm like, I'm tired of this dry cookie. I'm going to get one with frosting in it. <laughs> yeah, but I am a sugar avoider. Usually. Yes, yeah. So I love sweet desserts and you eat cake without icing. Mm-hmm. I like bready desserts yeah. and like things that are that have a lot of flavor to them, but not necessarily sweet. I mean, it may be sweet, but it's not like the core 
See, and I would not describe bready desserts as full of flavor. I would describe them as bland. Yeah, you don't you don't have the right bready desserts, and you don't give sweet bread a chance. No, it because the flavor is um, lard, gross. No, no, it's not. It's um, it's not lard. It's it's amazing. It's like um. You even, you like your gingerbread cookies that you make now, and those are basically pigs. Little... Uh, but I like one for the whole year. Oh. Like, I don't really like ginger, and I don't really like cinnamon. So you don't like spices. you And and that that is something that we differ on. Yeah, because you love a cinnamon roll. And I'm like, I want a cinnamon roll that's mostly brown sugar and icing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the you know the star of anise that's in Indian food and the mm-hmm. nutmeg and the cinnamon and yeah, like I all cannot of... take Indian food. No, you Even can. the smell is it's like that's a good way to get rid of the Hannah. Yeah, like buy Indian food. <laughs> we both have our foods that like when when the other person is gone, <laughs> that's we what can we're indulge eating. in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, it's fine. Yes. It's Indian food for me. It's sardines for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yep. Um, man. But yeah, like pan dulce is all those types of flavors. Like there's a lot of nutmeg and cinnamon mm-hmm. and pumpkin flavor and like different, yeah. I do not different like things pumpkin. like that. So good. And it's like so everybody good. gets so excited about pumpkin stuff in the fall. Oh gosh! So pumpkin spice lattes, right? Starbucks. We're we're gonna go there. <laughs> I had I had one for the first time. What last year I uh-huh. think, and and I had you try it. I don't remember, but go ahead. And you were like, "This is actually good. It's dessert." Mm. And um, it didn't taste. You know, it doesn't taste like coffee. It's, okay. It's a pumpkin spice latte. It's it's a. It's a coffee adjacent drink. Coffee adjacent. <laughs> so, anyways, I, you know, they were coming back, and I went and got one the other day, but I ordered online, and I found out that they like standard online. You can you can choose, you know, how many pumps of whatever flavor you want in there. Okay. The standard pumpkin spice latte like has four pumps of pumpkin flavor in there. Wow. And I'm like, that. That sounds like it's too much, you mm-hmm. know? Like So did you do less? I did one. Yeah. And it was like a, a nice subtle pumpkin flavor mm-hmm. with strong coffee. And I was like, yeah, that is actually good. That's a drink that I could drink. <laughs> That's an actual coffee. Yeah. So <laughs> That's funny. If you don't like the pumpkin spice latte, but you want to join in in the festivities, just tell them one pump. <laughs> one pump and get a get a big enough coffee that that one pump will get spread out amongst the coffee. you know yeah oh man that's great yeah <laughs> well should we wrap it up I think so I think that's a good spot We've, we're kind of out of stories we are kind of out of stories which is like it's funny because like I, I can think of some things that probably would be abnormal to most people but it's more of a like a cultural yeah, it's not it's like not a, like weird. It's not like a family yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Driving Thoughts with Robert and Hannah. 
Be sure to follow our podcast for more great content like this. And if you're looking for more content from us, you can find us on YouTube by searching for Rhino Dillo Designs or typing in the web address youtube.com forward slash Rhino Dillo Designs Art. That's spelled R-H-I-N-O-D-I-L-L-O Designs Art. If available, you can also find the link in the show notes. Catch you next time.